0: You're listening to the Build That Business podcast, episode number 26. It's been a few episodes since I've stepped up to the mic for a solo show, and I'm so excited for today's topic. We're going to be talking about what you need to evaluate in your business before the year ends. I've mentioned a few times on the show how I've been able to scale my wedding stationery business from 30 k to 300 k in yearly revenue in just five years. Aside from all the marketing strategies that we cover on the podcast, a huge part of my business growth is our ability to step back and evaluate. We make this a priority in our business. We do a quick audit and adjust where needed every six months or so so that we can be constantly operating more efficiently and free up some of our time to grow our business. This is especially important at the end of the year. So you start off the new year fresh and on the right foot. So as we go through some of the points today, I really want you to set aside some time before January 1st to put this into practice evaluating what you're doing in your business is just as important to your growth and sanity as a killer marketing plan. And don't you worry, I love talking about sales and marketing. So we're going to cover that in the next few episodes too. Are you ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader, if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. The first thing I want you to evaluate in your business is your calendar. Get that calendar out and see how you're spending your time. Number one, are you batching your work? If you've gotten this far in the podcast, you know I'm going to tell you to batch work. I want you to fight for your schedule. Fight for a routine that you can stick to in your business. It's going to eliminate so much stress and you're going to get so much more done. For example, I spend Monday and Tuesday working on client work and nothing else. Wednesday, I leave this day open. I call this my grace day. I spend This day, either working on client work that didn't get finished, or if I caught up on all of that, maybe it's a day I spend answering emails or working on my bookkeeping. It's awesome to have this free day in the middle of the week to put in anything I didn't quite get done. And then Thursday and Friday, I spend working on my business. So I batch these days working on one thing at a time. I'll dive into this weekly schedule more in a future episode. This definitely deserves a deep dive. But if you have any questions in the meantime, just shoot me a DM and we can chat. Number two, are you batching your appointments or are you meeting with clients every single day? This was a huge game changer for my business. When I first started, I would take appointments every day of the week and I would drive all over creation to make it easy on my couples to meet. So I would drive to a coffee shop 20 minutes away on Monday another coffee shop 40 minutes away on Tuesday. And by doing it this way, it only allowed me to fit in basically one or two appointments per day. And it interrupted my daily schedule because by 3 p.m., I had to get ready to go. I had to do my hair, my makeup, leave the house before rush hour traffic. And on top of that, it left me very little time with Ryan in the evenings. So it just totally left me burnt out. It was horrible for my productivity, but I was so desperate to get the appointment that I continued this manic schedule for far too long. By doing this calendar audit that I'm talking about, I realized just how crazy this was and I was slowly able to streamline. I went from meeting every day a week all over creation to only two days a week at two different coffee shops. So one day I would meet at a coffee shop close to home and then another day I would go a little bit further out, closer to the city for my couples that lived that way. Then I got a little bit more efficient. And six months later, I did another calendar audit. I got a little braver. And I decided that this schedule just wasn't working for me anymore if I wanted more time to grow my business. So I went down to one day a week at the coffee shop five minutes from my house. And I met with couples back to back all day long. I arrived in the morning and I went all the way to 8 p.m. It was a long day. But I was able to meet with 10 couples in one day. At the end of the day, I left some time to send everyone their proposals. So they got all of their recaps and quotes that day. I used HoneyBook for this, guys. Love it. And by the next day, I saw a number of bookings in my inbox. I got really good at batching this. So one day a week, I just spent on sales instead of sprinkling appointments all throughout the week. You see how this can be more efficient? All right, number three, another point I want to mention about your calendar. Guys, how many coffee dates are you agreeing to? Seriously, if these midweek coffee dates are not growing your business, we need to have a heart-to-heart and look at your calendar. I'm not saying to eliminate them totally if they bring you joy, but remember, everything you say yes to is a no to something else in your business. A one-hour coffee date turns into three hours. Getting ready, driving there, chatting a little bit longer than you had planned. Before you know it, your whole afternoon is gone. Just think about this one, guys. Do you ever wish you had a place to turn to when you needed an email template, a guide, or just a little bit of help to boost your wedding business? Well, my friend, you're in luck. I put together a page with all of my freebies to help boost your wedding business. Here, you'll find all of my best resources that you can download for free to help build that business of yours. Grab them all and save them in a folder on your desktop for the next time you need a reference. Head to lindsayjwilliams.com slash freebies to go grab them. All right, the second thing I want you to think about in your business is I want you to evaluate your costs. The two ways that you grow your business is number one, increasing your revenue, and number two, decreasing your costs. I rarely see entrepreneurs miss the first point. We are all about revenue. Am I right? But the second part sometimes gets overlooked, our costs. If we can get our costs down while maintaining our quality, I might add, then that means more profit in our pockets at the end of the day. And more profit means you're able to grow your business and continue serving your clients. So here's what I mean when I say we need to do an audit on your costs. This could be your materials. So for my stationery business, I'm constantly looking at my paper suppliers, my ribbon suppliers, my wax seals things that make the product. I'm always checking out new vendors here. Number two, your production. How are you producing the thing that you're selling? This could be looking at the cost of your equipment or the cost of your printing, for example. This could be thinking about whether to get more help outsourcing or taking the production in-house. How are you producing your product? How much time and money is it costing you to produce? Where can you cut both while maintaining the quality? I'm going to say that again. Do not forget that part. That is crucial. You want to try to cut cost, but not quality. The next thing to look at is subscriptions. This is a big one. How many monthly subscriptions are you signed up for? What can be combined? What can be totally canceled? What can be switched to a yearly fee rather than a monthly fee to save some money? What can be added if there's something that can save you time? This works both ways here. I guarantee you are paying $10 a month for something that you barely even use. Do a deep dive on all of your subscriptions and maybe cut out a couple that you're not using all the time. All right, moving on to number three, I want you to evaluate your marketing. What worked and what didn't? I want you to look at your leads here. Make a list of all of your clients in 2021 and list where they came from. Instagram, bridal shows, word of mouth, website. Where did they find you? Next, I want you to look back at your content. Go into your analytics and see what post performed the best. What got the most engagement? What posts are in your top nine? That's a great place to look here. Next, did you launch a new product? Did you run a new promotion? Or for my wedding pros listening, maybe you posted a wedding and people went nuts over it. Now, for all of the above that I just mentioned, find out what worked and do more of that. Say no to all of the rest. Growing your business is really just figuring out what works and going all in on that. I'm sure you've heard of the 80-20 rule, also known as the Pareto principle. It says that 20% of your efforts yield 80% of your results. Are you spending your time doing things that actually yield results in your business? It sounds so simple, but this is huge. If you take nothing away from this whole podcast, it's this. Go all in on what works and say no to everything else. Now, the last thing I want you to evaluate in your business before the new year is the direction of your business in 2022. Have you set your profit goal? Do you know exactly how many clients or how many sales you need to make to hit that goal? Are you clear on what you're going to say no to? Are you clear on what you're going to say yes to? Are you clear on the goals and things that you're going to go after, the risks that you're going to take, the ways that you're going to push yourself? If nothing changes, we're going to come out of 2022 the same way that we went in. And that's no fun, right? The goal of being an entrepreneur is to build that business. And y'all know that I'm all about growing that bottom line, but I want to be clear that when I say the direction of your life and business, I don't just mean money. I mean your efforts, your energy, your mental health, your physical health, your non-negotiables, your alignment with where you want to be in life and business. Get clear on all of that before the calendar turns over. And I want you to be bold enough to fight for it because there will be times this year that test the goals and boundaries that you're setting right now. I can almost guarantee that. But we'll fight for this together because a profitable, purposeful, intentional life in business is worth fighting for. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and new year. This was such a fun episode to record, and I don't know about you, but I'm pretty jazzed up to step into the new year with a renewed vision, and I hope you are too. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Build That Business podcast, and I'll see you next week. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and PS, if you love this episode and never wanna miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business growth friends.